everyone. Welcome back. So glad to see you again. And I have a wonderful colleague and guest today on the show who's going to charm and amuse you and give you great information. <laughs> see, with wow. that laugh, with that laugh, I introduce Dawson Church. He's a three-time best-selling author, uh, and his latest book is called The Bliss Brain, which I'm going to ask him about today. He's been conducting trials with veterans, thousands and thousands of veterans on PTSD, doing great work out there in the world. Welcome, Dawson. Jill, I love being here, and it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So I love, first of all, I just love the title, Bliss Brain, but can we talk about that? What's a bliss brain? Bliss brain is a state of mental and biological coherence. And so we find when we look at the EEG scans of people who are really happy that all of their brain waves are in step with each other. And that's the brain state called coherence. And they're really happy. And an example of just how happy comes from MRI studies showing that when they enter that state, their production of these brain waves called gamma, the really high frequency waves that are associated with creativity and with happiness, their amount of gamma their brains produce goes up 25 fold. So these are super happy people and they are just in, in states of happiness, hard for the average person to even comprehend. So it's a measurable biological state and I call it this brain. So let me ask you for the everyday person, how do we achieve bliss brain? Well, you don't achieve it the way I was first told to meditate when I was 15 years old on living in an ashram. And that was the meditation master said, meditation is simple. You close your eyes and still your mind. And hardly anybody in the world can still their mind. It takes some of these Tibetan and Franciscan adepts 10,000 hours, 30 years to get to the point of having some degree of mental stillness. And so we can't do that easily. And yet that is the path to well-being and happiness is you have to learn to shut down that mental chatter. A giant Harvard study looked at people's level of happiness. It found that about 47% of the time, people are thinking negative thoughts and a part of the brain is turned on called the default mode network. And it focuses on bad stuff in the past and bad stuff that might happen in the future. And whenever we are thinking, when we close our eyes and try to still our mind in meditation, that default mode network cranks up and suddenly our, our minds are full of regrets from the past and fears for the future. So you have to learn to, to, to still it. And uh, so the, the act of learning an effective meditation technique will allow you to reach those peak flow states. And when you do, you are able to hit this kind of, of, of elevated experience. And it takes meditating in a particular way. It takes several really key things to do. And neuroscience is now showing us what you do for really effective meditation. That's what my book, The Spain, is all about. Can you give us uh, one good hint for a really effective way to meditate, especially to beginners, maybe some people who are watching this who've never meditated before, what would you tell them? The, what I tell them, first of all, is that the advice I got along the way, and I try to meditate for 30, 40 years unsuccessfully. And so most of the advice you'll get is well-intentioned, but not scientific. And so in this brain, I look at the MRI studies, EEG studies, and I say, these things really work. This one thing really works. These three things really work. 
these 97 things you'll hear are good ideas from well-meaning people, but when we park people in an MRI scanner and read their brain waves, they don't work. Those prayer beads, that, those saffron robes, that shaved head, that's doing nothing whatsoever for your meditation, for your, for your peace of mind. One simple example, that I, I have seven things, seven concrete things I have people do in the course of this form of meditation called eco-meditation. And one of those things, super simple, is you simply relax your tongue on the floor of your mouth. And that one thing, relaxing that one muscle, it, there's a nerve running through the base of your tongue called the hypoglossal nerve, connects to the vagus nerve. And when you relax the hypoglossal nerve and that tongue nerve, the tongue muscle, it sends a signal through the vagus nerve throughout your whole body that it's time to relax. And that one thing, that one thing alone can make a big difference. There are other things you can do as well. In each chapter of this brain, I have at the end of the chapter what are called deepening practices, concrete things you can do. And when you do those things, the powerful, when you do all seven of them, one lady called Tony Tomlinson wrote in and said, Dawson, when I sat down to do your meditation, I had failed at every other meditation I tried. I'm a single mom. I'm overwhelmed with mothering and life. I'm burned out. I have, I'm a, I have high cortisol, high stress. 99% of the time, my mind said, you'll fail at this meditation as well. And when I hit step three, relaxing the tongue, breathing in a certain rhythm, tears of bliss began to roll down my cheeks and I was in that ecstatic state I've always longed to be in. So these techniques, Jill, just seven of them, very simple ones, put people in those states within seconds. Mm, I love that. I love that. And, it, you know, I think it's important that that viewers you hear, this is, you know, as, as much as Dawson is one of the leading researchers in this, he wasn't good at it, right? And, and I think it's important that people know that because there is a, oh, well, I don't know how to meditate thought out there. And, um, and I love that, you know, you're making it more accessible. Not only that, yeah. but it produces brain changes in time. So I talk about states to traits. Initially, you feel good. You feel these elevated states like Tony Tomlinson felt. But in an anatomy study, we just finished randomized controlled trial. It showed that people's brain anatomy starts to change. And it starts to change quickly, like one part of the brain that regulates emotion, that regulates your annoyance and resentment and guilt and shame and all the other negative emotions. That part of the brain in one study, it grew by 22% in eight weeks, that emotional regulation part of the brain. So our brains, if we do this correctly, if we're inducing these states, they become hardwired into our brain tissue as the, as the, as the software of our consciousness is literally changing the hardware of our brains. I love that. Does that do anything good for things like anti-dementia and other uh, problems? Dramatically. There was one study done of people with Alzheimer's and they, the researchers used non-intrusive scanning. So the scan, brain scans that measure the buildup of beta amyloid plaques, the main cause of Alzheimer's. And they found that there was a direct correlation between negative thinking of all the factors they looked at, lifestyle, exercise, all kinds of life choices, the single biggest correlation with the buildup of amyloid plaques in the brain was negative thinking. And the more negative thinking people did, the more they built up beta amyloid plaques in the brain. Stem cells, telomeres, beta amyloid plaques, all of these things are being changed purely by the quality of our awareness. I love that. So those are lots of big words, but really the bottom line here is 
if you think more positive thoughts, less negative thoughts, it's a beautiful prescription for um, a life well lived and frankly, the, the diminishment of any of these bigger diseases. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. Beautiful. Now, I know you've been doing some work with uh, veterans and all those uh, wonderful people making huge breakthroughs with them on PTSD. We want to tell us about that a little bit. Well, I first heard reports from therapists treating veterans coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan around 2004 that they were seeing these veterans just lose all their PTSD symptoms, like, like having uh, flashbacks and nightmares, hypervigilance. And so I began to do pilot studies back then and then found the full-scale randomized controlled trials. Now lots of clinical trials are PTSD. We now also, we have a treatment program called the Veteran Stress Project, which treats veterans free of charge. And we found now over the course of, of many years and many studies that all of those symptoms really quickly disappear. And it only takes about six one-hour sessions. And we've now done this with over 20,000 veterans over the last decade. So it's just, you know, watching like one, one young man I worked with, he had been in Iraq and he'd been a medic. And one of the first weeks he was there, very early on in his tour of duty, one of his friends was killed. Sniper had shot his friend through the head. And he, as a medic, had to take this friend's uniform full of blood and body fluids and tissue, which had been out in the sun for several days, and it smelled terrible, and he had to clean it to send back to his friends, back to his friend's family back in the US. And this young medic was so traumatized by that. We measure people's symptoms and their fear and their, their anguish, other emotional factors on a scale of zero to 10. So zero is total calm, 10 is totally emotionally triggered. And this uniform smelled so bad that he literally was bleaching a little part of the helmet. And then he was running out of the medic hut to take a breath of air because no one could stand the smell inside the hut. And he ran back inside, clean a little bit more of the uniform, run back outside. And so as you can imagine, this is just one of many traumatic memories he had. We worked on this memory. I worked on him with on this for about 20 minutes. And he went down from a 10 to a zero. He was totally over it. And he then said, you know, I realized that I love this guy. And me doing that was the ultimate act of service and love for him and for his family. So it went from being, I'm getting goosebumps as I say this, Jill. I mean, it's been 10 years since I, I worked with this, this young man. And yet, you know, he, he went from thinking of it as a, as a tragedy. He revisioned it. That's called a cognitive shift in psychology. He had a cognitive shift to seeing it through the lens, through the frame of love and service. So those are the kinds of shifts we see in these veterans over and over and over again. Now over 20,000 of them that have gone through our treatment program. So when you see people's lives change like this, and then they no longer start to have those flashbacks and nightmares when they get back from combat, it is incredibly, it's, it's both satisfying and it's, it's a powerful antidote to all the negativity and bad news and gloom that people so often are obsessed with in our society. Oh. What a beautiful project you're doing and, and an amazing difference you're making in so many lives, Dawson. I know you've always been a person who's made a huge difference in people's lives and, and thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for the work, great work you do. 
Well, no. the two things the two things you have to do, you have to heal trauma like the young veteran, and then you go for those elevated states like Tony Tomlinson. So both I, I focus on both those things, both clearing trauma and then reaching those elevated states. Oh, I love that. Now, if people want to get a hold of you, I understand we have a free gift. Um, might we give them the way to connect to you? Yeah, two ways. One is if you want to get a copy of Bliss Brain, go to blissbrain.com. And the publisher gave us a whole bunch of the books at cost, so they're free on blissbrain.com. You just pay shipping and handling, and you get eight free meditations there as well, which guide you into those elevated states. And then for trauma healing, you want to go to my website, dawsongift.com, D-A-W-S-O-N, dawsongift.com. That is access to practitioners. We have practitioners online, and we have a whole group of really powerful resources available at Dawson Gifts. So for the trauma healing part, that's a great place to go. Oh, thank you for that generosity. I'm going to get my copy. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And Dawson, thank you. Thank you for being here today with all of us. I love doing what I do. I love being here. I love life and I love sharing. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. And thank you everybody for tuning in and tuning into your bliss brain. We've given you some great ways to do that today. Hey, listen, I've got a free gift for you. Go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift for more great publicity tips. And I so look forward to seeing all of you next time. Bye, everyone.